I love Cinnamon Kimmich because she gets irritated. Whatever irritates Kim, I like too to funny, do. Mama. <laughs> so, too funny, mamas. What's with the grin? Jeffrey and Kim. Yeah, that's them. <laughs> about to throw down. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, it's Chris Denman in St. Louis, live at the studio. Am I on? Am I? Is my mic on? Why would you oh. tell me y'all was going on there? It's Kim Whitley and her salad. That's the talented Damon Williams in Chicago. I'm in St. Louis. Kim no is ready for her podcast, per usual. I'll say it because she can't. Damon, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, Chris? Uh, I'm glad to be here at the Two Funny Mamas. Chris, here's a fun fact you might not be aware of, but Please. I came up with the name of this podcast. All right. Sherry Shepard claims to be the, the wordsmith of the group, and I and she's called herself executive producer, host, 51% owner, creator. Uh, the Really, the reason this thing exists. She met me first. I've heard uh -huh. no tale of Damon Williams creating Two Funny Mamas. I'd like your side of the story quickly before Kim's salad allows her uh, to start. I want to hear it, too. <laughs> At the time, uh, I was writing with Sherry when she was out on the road with Kim, and we were. She, she Sherry actually kind of relied on me to come up with some things, and so she's like, "Me and uh, Kim doing a, a podcast." Kim K E M, the singer, she was out on the road with, and I said, "Well, um, I said two funny mamas with the number two, and then I said T double O O funny mamas because y'all both mothers and you both funny, and that's how it all came about." And they got a whole uh, NAACP Image Award, and then nobody say. Plus, we want to thank David Williams for coming up with this very catchy title. <laughs> Nor did they invite now, me to the awards. <laughs> but I promise you, your name come up? Not once. Oh God, I, I created the title Two Funny Mamas. That's wow. Kim. No, yeah, and, not and one then, time. then I didn't even. Then I'm just not. I'm sorry, and I'm just now getting on the show, and they've been around for how long now? Coming up on year four. <laughs> that is oh, true. Not, but wait, not too many men have been on this show in the yeah. spot that you are in. Well, I appreciate it, because I've, I've definitely never been called a funny mama, so this is a first. <laughs> <laughs> They could, they could make it two funny mothers, and then I'd be the mother. But 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 two funny right, mamas. Right. I, I can't I can't rock with the mama moniker. What That's you eating, well, Kim? You know what? Y'all caught me. I got my favorite salad from a, my real good friend Lena Wade, who's a producer of The Shy, hooked yes. me up with this salad a while ago. Right? I have not been able to shake this salad. Every time I get this one, I was like, ooh, Lena. Because Lena made the salad and put all the stuff in it I would never eat. It's absolutely delicious. So thank you, <laughs> Lena Waite. And shouts out to Lena Waite. Uh, she may not know this, and you probably don't either, but um, the, script, the, uh, the script supervisor of The Shy is my stepdaughter, Christiana Cologne. Really? Yeah. Well, she might not know that. You should see if you can get a part on there. Well, uh, Chris ain't wrote me. We ain't helped you, yeah, neither did she. Chris wrote me in a, in an episode of one of the scenes, but they cut the scene. But other than that, I've been auditioning anonymously, or you know, without it being the nepotism. I'm not a nepo dad. <laughs> oh, I'm a nepo. 
You'd be a nep dad. Nep dad. Yep, I am nep dad to step dad, to be honest. Chris, you got a gift, you. <laughs> well, I wouldn't I wouldn't take somebody's name and not credit them for it. So I am proud of that part. But I do want to say something. Damon is in St. Louis. So everybody knows Midcoast Media is here in St. Louis. Kim, check out this lineup. You were part of Fat Tuesdays, the documentary, Kim, talking about Guy Tory's room. But Guy and Damon and Coco Brown and Frank Lyles are going to be at Helium Comedy Club. I just wanted to get this out of the way up top in case anybody's tuned in for that. Damon's coming to St. Louis on the 12th. I think we have a flyer for that that will pop up eventually. But, yeah, go see Damon, Guy Tort. Look at this. One night only. That's a great event. And it's wow. celebrating. It's, it's Fat Tuesdays on the road. Guy was in here the other yeah. day. It's so exciting. Congratulations, by the Fat way. Fat Tuesdays also. on the road. When did he start that? This is the first one, and he took it back to his hometown, which probably will oh. recur in St. Louis. Uh, and hopefully he'll move it around the country because the, the documentary was awesome. Um, and the Fat Tuesday legacy is incredible. Just, you know, doing that back in the day, that was the only way I stopped, that was the only way I could get on stage in Los Angeles was due to, you know, Gattori and the comedy store on Fat Tuesday because I'm a Chicago guy. And, um, you know, I just remember it being an awesome situation and shouts out to him. That's why I'm willing to do it, even though I'm not in the documentary guy. Um, <laughs> Noticing a theme. <laughs> me too. He go, yeah, he, he hit me up later. I was like, man, why didn't you tell me you had a black night? You know, I was really doing chocolate stuff all over the country, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, it's all good. Don't worry about it. I'll do my own damn documentary. Um, and... And you didn't call me when you was putting people's names on the wall at the comedy store. But that's okay, too. I flew out to L.A., ripped your show every time I came for free because I don't remember getting paid to do Fat Tuesday. Um, but it's, well, a, it's, a, it's a momentous occasion, and, and I'm truly grateful to be a part of that show. So thank you, Chris. <laughs> if that sounded like a sideways compliment, it probably is. Yeah, and no, no ill will harbored. Clearly, uh, <laughs> oh no, not never. See, we all, we all uh, are disciples of the Tom Joy the Morning Show. Kim, myself, Guy, we were all under Tom's umbrella, so we're family. Scary. So you can roast. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, 
experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. I love it. Uh, one yes. other thing, Kim, speaking of, uh, of great people doing comedy, where are you at this weekend? That's what I thought. Oh. <laughs> that, that's the government you know they're always listening hey siri you got to go honey you got to be quiet kim's, and stop a, kim's at riddles this weekend damon's got some interest in that december 8th and 9th kim is there riddles comedy club go to damonwilliamscomedy.com we've got a ticket link in the description go see kim in chicago i can't think of a, a more fun way to spend a winter night in chicago than snuggled up next to kim Hey, no, and be honest, it's not. You had to take that. I could have just said it. You just had to go ahead. Go ahead, Damon. <laughs> well, actually, we have unseasonably warm temperatures this weekend, and and winter really doesn't start until the twenty first of December. So we're still in fall, beautiful fall weather, uh, which is going well for the migrants that Texas has sent here. I don't know what they're gonna do in January when the real real winter hits, but right now we got a bunch of. Um, migrants from venezuela that have come to chicago and they're getting a, a good dose of unseasonably warm weather come january they're gonna have to go back they really gonna have to go back i don't know why you would leave venezuela venezuela is clearly why a would destination you leave venezuela? right why because would you every week Kim, every week on Price is Right, they give away a trip to Venezuela. So there's obviously a good part. Wait a minute. <laughs> why, why would you leave Venezuela when you could go to an all-inclusive and just you know take that little travel money and eat and drink for free? I don't get it. Wow. That is not even <laughs> Every week they get to Venezuela, eight days, seven nights in a wonderful resort in Venezuela. They went the wrong direction. Go toward the resorts, migrants. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get us. And see the crazy, the, the crazy part of it is they 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 walk. They they unfortunately, I don't know what their plight is in Venezuela, but they went to Texas and they thought they were going to be in Texas. But the Texas governor, oh, that's he's a, a, a butthole. Yeah, he's a butthole, so he's been busing them to Chicago. Once he found out that the mega bus is a dollar per person, he sent 10,000 people for $10,000 to Chicago, and now winter is approaching. Our homeless people go home in the winter. I don't know what the, the migrants are going to do when January hits. You said the homeless people, but that is a good idea. You never think about that. Why don't we ship homeless people to a warmer places and oh, they, different things just to take that's care a historical of thing no that's a historical thing cities it's through for years have spent money they'll send up like it's right now conservative states are send like people in florida are getting bussed up to boston the east coast they're like oh you want to be progressive here you go it's a nasty nasty yeah. game that people have been playing a long time it's really ugly but we're a sanctuary city and, and I feel bad for our current mayor because he just got elected and now they hit him with this. And then the crazy part is he had a, a temporary solution of a base camp 
with uh, military style tents and heating and you know mm -hmm. facilities. But they found out after they built the whole damn thing that the soil was toxic. So they just had to tear it down. So now they spent all this money and black people are already mad that they spending money on the migrants and not spending money on our community. And then they wasted the money. So it's a big scandal in Chicago right now. Ooh. Ooh. Who was responsible for checking the soil? <laughs> Great question. In the beginning, who the, who the soil checker? Not to mention, the migrants don't give a damn about the soil. They sleeping on the sidewalk now as it is. So I think they'll be all right with two weeks of you know dirty soil. Uh, oh, anyway, brutal. God bless them all. That's true. No, you're right. It probably will be better for them. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you don't want to wow. permanently live on toxic soil, but you know, a couple weeks, you'd be all right. A couple weeks, you would be all right. You would, you would. Okay, go on. I'm sorry, my ADD is kicking in. No, you don't. I say. gotta ask a question. <laughs> I've been looking for somebody. I, Lashonda Thomas. She lives in Cleveland, and she made you know me and Sherry our our cups. Remember, we had her. We we had her on a long time ago. I can't find her contact information. Maybe I should. Oh, that's Instagram. from like that's huh? from like the first year we did this. First year, she sent us some more, but we haven't had that's her nice. on yet. She sent me another one, but I don't want to show everybody because then you know they're gonna want it, and then I don't have the information. But sorry, I, I digress. My bad. Just send me some <laughs> info. We can, we can get it right. I'm back in. I, I, I'll so tell you what I'll do. Uh -huh. Wow, we go back because you did one of my New Year's Eve shows early. Because um, mm, I did that for 16 years from 01, really from 2000. That's right, right. So one of the, uh, that's right. The New Year's Eve show. You used yeah. to have the big New Year's Eve show. And I was just kind of starting yeah. comedy and a little nervous. So I do remember yeah. that. We wow. kind of we kind of twisted your arm to make, to make you do stand up on that show. But what I will do, for you and that cup person, when I'm on Sam Silk's show in Cleveland every Tuesday and Thursday, I will shout her out and tell her to reach out to you. So just send me that name later. But we've known each other at least 15 years, probably longer than that. I, I would say 20 years, good, a good solid 20. And uh, you've always been super funny and super gracious and super uh, uh, nervous about doing stand up. Then you go up and kill it, just like at Martha's yep. Vineyard. Yep. When you went up there, if you look on my Instagram, I have a clip of one of your uh, sets, just like a 15 second blurb. But you had a ball in that place. And we were talking to people that were still wearing masks back then. So I thank you for yes, doing that. I did coming out and having a great time. Yeah. Right. And, and Damon does the comedy for Martha's Vineyard, him and Steve, for how many years now? Steve Carr for 2015, 12? Steve Capers. I don't know. We're going to, this will be year 14 coming up. That is a big deal. No, it's a huge it really deal. Is. And um, I sent everybody after I was there, and I said, hey, Damon's stuff is legit. Y'all can go now. Because all the big <laughs> names, they wouldn't right. go. So I went to let them know if it was good. Yeah. yeah. It was Kim fun. validated us. Kim gave us a blue check mark. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> I did. I did. I gave y'all the blue check mark. And now I can't even get an invite back. Now they got a whole theater. Man, let me tell oh, you. Sure. No, you know what? That theater Sherry did the show at? 
Yes, that exact theater. Yes. <laughs> I think we have a, a, a spot available uh, the third week. Don't talk too much because if you want to come, I think I think we could get you back right in that third week spot. That'd be awesome if you want to do it. The third week will be good because I was just thinking, I was like, you know, I want to take Joshua back to Martha's Vineyard. I want to get a house, but the houses are very expensive and I'm about to go to Ghana for his 13th birthday. That's expensive. So I was like, oh, I can't go to Martha's Vineyard. So I think y'all need to well, go ahead and throw me in that, that spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we might fun. work that out, but the only... The only issue is, is Joshua was flirting with my wife the whole trip. Uh oh. So, um... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me tell You're you, right. Chris. He done got older now. It's gonna be bad. Oh, you should. Hey, Chris. I, yeah, I'm less. I'm here. Josh, Joshua was mad that I was riding in the car with him and my wife. He was like, "Is he coming? What the hell you mean? If, is he coming?" <laughs> you what? When was this? Please stop. That's exactly what he was doing. Uh, twenty twenty one. You should see him now. He was chasing. He was chasing some uh, dresses at this uh, gala we went to in St. Louis. I had to. I had to keep track of him. It was. Yeah, he's, be, be he's careful, David. Older. He, he's gonna enjoy Martha's Vineyard even more. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it was really. You, no, you're right. I gotta come back. It was. Yeah, and it's a bunch of. There are a bunch of young uh, young kids his age, and they run around freely because everybody's safe and, and unconcerned. So, you know, like you said on the clip, you was like, all the, all these boys, none of their hair is combed. Uh, they have this wild, free, natural yep. hairstyle that is, that is like uniform across the island. And uh, the other good part for me is Steve and Dorothy Capers have their own home. They bought a cottage over there, which is where we stay. So Joshua won't be under the same roof with my wife overnight because I sleep hard. Wait a minute. So when did they buy? When did they buy? They right last spring. Them, right. Huh? Yeah, right before we went uh, went back this year, they got a spot over there. So yeah. What? So you're you welcome back now. Cause I ain't got to worry about Joshua squeaking on them floorboards. Oh, so wait, <laughs> so what, is the house different from the one that we stayed in? They had bikes and everything, and it was close to uh, Oak Oaks Bluff. I didn't want to be way Oak over Bluff. in that every town. Yeah. No, no, it's the same house for you guys, but we will be staying in, in the Capers Cottage. No, 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 because we're going to be staying with other comics, and y'all brought all the food in and cooked. We didn't have to do nothing. Yeah. Who gonna be responsible for the food? Me. We still do all that. Where's my guy? What's my guy that drives us around? Uh, Frank. Frank Colasso. Yeah, Frank, Frank Colasso. Yes. Right. So you go to Martha's Vineyard, y'all. It's a lot of fun. It is the t yeah the film festival is there and um hold on that's my niece Hannah. Hey Hannah. This this is why I stay on here. Hannah. <laughs> We're doing the podcast. Say hi to everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh. That's my niece, Hannah, okay. y'all. The Broadway uh, star. You okay? I'm okay, girl. Okay, I'll call you back. Love you. Thanks, Love you. I'm leaving tonight for uh, Chicago. Where I got a show. Where you at Riddle's Comedy oh, Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. WilliamsComedy.com. Call me before you leave then. Okay, I will. And then, okay, I'll tell you the rest of my plans uh, later. Okay, All right, love you. Bye-bye. So that was my niece, Hannah, everybody. I know you like this. 
I'm excited about there's so many things I want to talk about because Martha's Vineyard comedy has grown so big. That's number one. And right, number Logan, two, she's engaged. You can take me Chicago, off. You have riddles, really? No, you stay here, Chris. Oh, okay. we have right. we have riddles. We have riddles that you have been doing for how many years? I'm in my fifth, going into six years at Riddles. Okay, but you've been a staple of Chicago. And Riddles, you just had Marsha Warfield there. Yes. Sherry Shepard. And that was an awesome experience. Sherry's been there. George Wallace has been there. Um, the list goes on. And it's cool because it's a niche little spot. The crowd is like 40, 45 plus in age. Uh, it's in a south suburb of the Chicagoland area. So it's not on the south side, but south siders are adjacent to it, which means we have a, a more aggressive, more safety uh, police department. Uh, <laughs> but <they're> never, <laughs> there's never issues. God will. No, suburbanites, you know, they don't play that. So, like, it's three villages that um, can join in that area. And if somebody jaywalk, it'd be three different police departments that'll show up at the light. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a beautiful thing, and it's it's like my home base, and 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 it's a traditional old school comedy club, sort of like the Ha Ha, where they're right there up on you. It's it's, oh, it's in a storefront, it. yeah, type setting, and and people come there and they write entire new sets just from the, wow. the interaction. Because wow. Chicago is a, a mecca for comedy when it comes to black comics, especially, and even mainstream as well. I mean, you know, we have Second City and John Belushi and you know, uh, Bill Murray and all them are from Chicago, but these people love comedy. Um, they love you, Kim, because you've been there before. You did a pop up one night, and and that was awesome. Was say, is that back. the club? Riddles? Is that yeah. the club where the stage is only three feet by three feet? Well, we've revamped it because they got that uh, PPP oh. money during COVID. So now. <laughs> But Fact. hey, be, I, hey I David, be, be careful. Half of St. Louis is locked up from PPP loans, man. Be hey, careful. bro, be careful. There, there was legitimate. There were legitimate grants during that time. There, so, there were. I know. just haven't seen many. Just please yeah. be careful. I like you. Right. No, see, this is not a T-shirt company. This is a real established <laughs> business with this is, with this is an loose, loose liquor in a bag company okay it's not that you know, it's not you know is, so i'm much selling, talk about i'm selling bundles of hair and i have eight runners that are all my employees this is none of that um but when we came back she came back strong it's, it's been completely revamped and uh you know new systems and all that but i really enjoy this place one person who really loves coming there is j anthony brown he wants to come back every month because it's such a welcoming audience and the setup of the club is 200 seats right up on you. So of course we're gonna have a great time this weekend. Kim is gonna demolish that place. Um, you ain't even gotta bring your material. You could just come and be Kim and do 30 minutes in this room. Trust me, and then then do the other 30, you know, of your material while we collect that drink money. But that being said, that is hello. Wait a minute, because where you wanna be? I, yeah, I love that. Okay, Riddles. I remember Riddles, and there was a bar like in the back or in the middle or something. Um, yeah, the I bar is, being yeah, they got I, I was heckled. It was too close. I was heckled <laughs> at that stage a little bit. Uh, but you've said well, it's been really Well, we moved the stage too. The stage used to be okay. in the corner. Now it's centered. It's beautiful. Yeah. We had a great time. The stage was in the corner, Chris. I was like, what in the hell is Damon doing? <laughs> I would have. But I went up. <laughs> And I was, because Hope Flood, it was a night comedian, Hope Flood was up there 
And I was like, I don't know if I'm comfortable. And I went on from there that time. But we, 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 we shall see, because Sherry sold out, had a great time. It's putting a lot of pressure on me. She got a nationally syndicated television show that she can advertise yeah. on. Exactly. One that she used to be able to advertise all of your stuff on, but now they got a little different <laughs> around there. So, because <laughs> right, I sure wanted her to give me a shout out, and I was like, "Dang!" One quick do. little shout out would, would put you over the top. But the city's waiting. What? You know, the tickets are shout moving. We're not, yeah, we're not concerned. Let's talk about it's gonna go flyer. well. I, I want to, okay, Chris, put this flyer up. I want to talk to you about this flyer. <laughs> who, 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 who made this flyer? I did. You made it. Okay, so that is yep. not not your ministry. You are not the flyer person. Um, <laughs> the, I was looking at this flyer, and when I tell you, I was looking at I it said, too. I, I was like, "Was it a kid? Uh, what happened? He didn't want to pay." When I tell you, I looked at it, ain't no address, ain't no place where. Is there a place to get tickets? Why I'm, is the is the is? Am I in the sky? Is that am I in the galaxy? Uh, is that stars yeah. behind me? I'm trying to understand yes. what that is. Riddles in the yellow. Y'all pick this picture. It's a lot of breasts hanging out. And um, I think that we've reached the key. I think that's that green, was the, the talking black point. Black and yellow. And then I see the flag behind you. That is your colors. You got black on your couch, black. And then you got a flag behind you. I see you into these greens and blacks. Yeah. Yeah. So this is. So I want to talk to you about your well, fire making skills. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay, now, 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 here's here's the method behind the madness of my bogus ass flyers. Um, Pay attention. The flyer has it, all you need in 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 the universe of comedy is a picture of Kim Whitley, and people are coming. So the people in Chicago know where Riddles mm-hmm. is, and if they don't know, on the bottom, my website is there because I'm driving traffic to the website. So if the flyer is vague then they have to go to the website. And the first thing you see on the website is the link for the tickets. So there's a method to it. Now, D-Ray Davis hates all my flyers. Anything, (laughs) everything I post, he like, one time he just got frustrated. I think he might even made a flyer for me once because he was like, do you not care about aesthetics? I'm like, look, dude, my crowd is 50 plus. They don't give a damn. Yes. Well, they don't give a damn about all them sparks and all that <laughs> extra shit you got behind your face. All they want to know is who is coming and when they coming. Then they're going to click on the www.damonwilliamscomedy because that's old people. They're going to click on the www.damonwilliamscomedy and get their tickets. Half of them going to pay at the door because they don't know, they don't trust the internet and they don't like putting <laughs> their card out there to cyberspace. So that's why you got the stars behind you, because you are representing cyberspace, a safe cyberspace oh that has cleavage. Oh, Kim, <laughs> Kim, da- Damon, did, Damon didn't tell you why D-Ray was so upset. D-Ray's like, why the, is there a picture of Kim Whitley on my flyer? Yeah, right. That's what it, that... No, even worse, it was Every a picture of D-Ray does. with Kim it was a picture of D-Ray with Kim Whitley's titties on the flyer. That's what pissed him off. <laughs> I, oh, I, I love this. At the end of the show, Damon, because usually I would sell yes. t-shirts and keep forgetting to order some. Mm-hmm. What do we do at the end of the show? Yeah. We take pictures and get some extra money or we just don't not go in the back and act like a celebrity? 
No, you actually have a, a VIP uh, tier ticket where those people immediately are allowed to take the photo. But they'll also have the bar is separate from the club area. So all your merchandise will be set up at the bar. While those people are out there purchasing your merchandise, you get done with your VIPs. Then you go out and greet those folks as well. So that's the upcharge is the up close personal photo on stage with Do the great I one and only. Cut of your upcharge. That's what I'm trying to figure you out. You get all that. Who did your yeah, contract? You get all that. <laughs> Who did your contract? Let me tell you, Kim. I, if I break even on this weekend, I'm doing well with you. So, um, oh yeah, you wow, know your people. wow. Yeah. Oh, you I you just want you to come and have a good time. I don't, I don't even do the when you come, Sherry come, George Wallace. I just want people to see you guys at my establishment. If I make That's $30, I make $30. Yeah, because normally I'm not even home when I bring celebrities. So I go elsewhere and make my check. But since you and I had a show last weekend, I, I grabbed that you little did. extra scratch. Yeah, and what a great performance you had. I promise you, you oh. had a great show. And I have a lot of it, uh, clips of that as well. But I kept them because I know, you know some people don't want their material anywhere in the cyberspace. But I have them for you if well, you want to see some of that. No, well, your place is asking for a clip. WGN in Chicago. I said they said, okay. do you have any clips of you doing stand up? I said no. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, Damon, they need. Well, a clip. we have. Okay, I'll send that to Tyra first thing. Shouts out to Tyra Martin, WGN, and Alyssa, the two producers who do WGN Morning News and the Afternoon Daytime WGN news program that Kim will be featured on this Friday. Do impress right. with do impress with Kim is great. She's just, she's a delight. People get so excited no, when they see is, her walk in. I'm not so, kidding. I'm serious. Oh you know what? Our show we had our show was so good in Florida. I got a little upset. Damon had to calm me down. Because I get right. it takes yeah, I get I go I go from zero to sixty real fast. I don't like people filming me and that's the whole should have said something because I'm in the middle of my set. You know, I got ADD. All I need is somebody to drop a piece of paper and I'm going to be off. So people pulling up their cameras. I'm like, Oh, now I got to tell them to stop, but I'm trying to stay on, on the joke. And it's a, it's a tussle in my head. Y'all can't see it, but I'm fighting. Yeah. I was fighting. I'm fighting yeah, in my head. Know, Did I say something? Go ahead, Damon. Well, in this day and age, it's almost, unavoidable for you to be either recorded or for people to go live. I hate when people go live at shows because now you're allowing people who didn't spend the money and you spent your money. Why would you share this experience with the person who didn't? Plus we like to reuse, we're not Frankie Beverly. We can't do the same jokes over again and not have it be a surprise. A, a singer can sing joy and pain 92 times. You're going to sing along. So we need the surprise element. So people, do not, please try to refrain from going live. Now, if you're recording a show and you're keeping it for your own personal usage to watch later at home or when you have company, that's, you know, that's acceptable. But please do not post comedians material without their permission because comedy is not like that. Even though you'll still laugh, you're really robbing people of the joy of the surprise element of the punchlines. So not, that is not, why. Yeah. No, not presented in, but, the, in the fashion that they want too. It's gonna, it might sound bad. The timing will be off. You don't know what you're doing, creative editing wise. Damon, if you could do me a huge yeah. favor this weekend, Kim, she probably mm -hmm. forgot this, and she was a monster on stage here in St. Louis. Did a sold out show, and we go out there. We do this little thing. We're ho we go out and say hi together. I went out with Kim. 
Kim, you need to do your move you did in St. Louis. This was perfect. It was so good, and it was it didn't paint you in a negative light. We walk out. First thing Kim does after we talk a little smack, she count, she sees somebody in the front row with cleavage. She sees someone on the phone, and she's like, what is going on over here? So we go single the lady out. She's like, I had to FaceTime my mom. Kim gets on the FaceTime, says hi to the mom, and then she's like, all right, that's enough of that. None of you, the rest of you better not be filming. You saw how nice I was. It's important. Kim, that's your move. You probably forgot I you forgot. even did I that. Did, I did I did cuss her out, though. I did tell mama, don't you let your daughter FaceTime. It's the same thing. Like, the same <laughs> but it was sweet. Now. It was sweet, though. No, it was fun. Yeah, that's but a good, a, good, a good cussing out at the top of the show might nip that in the bud. But we really have a very cooperative, really grown suburban audience that's going to be coming to your show. It's sort of like Martha's Vineyard, um, you know, except with the people have less money. But it's definitely going to be a welcoming situation where you're going to enjoy yourself, even though we may have bogus flyers, but we have great shows. That's our motto. The flyer ain't oh, shit. We'll wait to see the show. Oh, <laughs> I love the wait, cyberspace, Chris. the cyberspace explanation. I wish for our listeners, yeah. they could see what our viewers can see. Why do I feel like I'm interviewing uh, the president, uh, the king of Mozambique? He's sitting there. And no <laughs> He's listen. Turn your sound off while you're watching this, and you'll be like, "Oh, Kim is interviewing definitely somebody from Africa. Oh, he must be one of the council people of the tribe." When I tell you, sit every time, and I stop looking at you with this black and this militant. Flag behind you. You look like a, the country. The country. Uh, There's the ahead, thumbnail. Dude. That's the thumbnail shot. Fight the, the power, baby. Let me explain to you. All right. Every year in, in Chicago, especially, we have a, a very huge Puerto Rican population and a huge Mexican population. So on Puerto Rican Day, they drive around with the flags. And they have them on the hood of the cars oh. and the roofs, and they they flag them out the windows. And then on Mexican Independence and Cinco de Mayo, they ride around with the flags and the flags out the window. So I said, you know what, damn it, I'm getting me a flag. So I was in LA at Lemurk Park um, on a yes. Sunday. And, and that's yeah, a Lemurk Park bunch flag. Of, yeah, and I, I bought this at Lemurk Park and it's on all my, all through COVID, every time I did Zooms, even if it's corporate, I'm sitting in front of my black, red and green flag. So finally, this Marine, uh, was online and saw it on Twitter, I believe, which is now X. And he said, what is that rag on the wall behind you? And my counter to that was, it's my tribute to the contribution of African-Americans in this country and what we contributed to the, the foundation of building this place. And he couldn't say a damn thing. So I knew my flag was very effective. I, I, I flew this flag January 6th uh, <laughs> when, they were, when they were up there storming the Capitol. I was waving my red, black, and gray flag. So the hell with that. I'm going to have this flag up for King Holiday, Juneteenth. Yes. That's Damn my it. main purpose for it. I, I explicitly told you not to bring up my family on the show. All right, man. This January 6th. <laughs> I, I've had enough already. This is rude. Right. I'm sorry to roast your cousins, but yeah, they did that. Just next time, tell them don't climb the wall because the front of the Capitol is stairs. They could just walk up. <laughs> I was like, why the hell are they climbing the wall? 
we know the hell damn capital is all steps. We learned that from Schoolhouse Rock, but I'm just a bill right. on Capitol Hill. Yes. <laughs> so that is, that's my flag explanation, and you've got my flyer explanation. Is there anything else we need to clear up while yeah. we're on the show? Go ahead, Kim. Well, let's clarify this. You ready for this, Chris? I'm, I'm here and supporting. So Andre is from Chicago. Andre's our two funny mama residents. Dude, With, black yes. dude. <laughs> I said. I didn't say that. Damon, can we bring? Can I bring another comic? I usually, you know, roll with support comic. Damon's like, you got me. You don't need nobody else. I was like, but I, I was like, uh, it's a cost saving measure. Because he want to, he want to go up. But I mean, Damon makes sense because I'm traveling with Erlene and then to take Andre. Yeah, you're right. Okay, go ahead, Damon. So why we couldn't bring Andre? First of all, Andre, when you see this, I did not say she couldn't. <laughs> I said, yeah. I cannot afford for you to come. So once she found out it was coming out of her share, your ass will not be there. It has nothing to do with me not welcoming you to. You can come to Reels at any time. Our stage is your stage. Now that you, What's his last name? Lavelle. Lavelle. Andre Lavelle. From Chicago. Oh man, that's my guy. Yeah, I know Andre. Still, oh. it has well, now, nothing to now do. You're <laughs> it still has nothing to do. You could come, but I'm telling you, Kim has a very stern agent, and they negotiated in her favor. And so, for me not to go in the hole this weekend, you can't come. Now, if Kim <laughs> want to take it out of that extensive travel budget that we gave her, that's inflated. Then you can, because <laughs> she, 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 she got private jet money to, to fly Southwest. She's not fooling me. But. I, did, I did notice that that was a little unusual. Yeah, Kim has to have <laughs> champagne so Andre can't come. No, I think they made, I think they right. made a mistake. I really did. I think they made no. a mistake because I looked at the situation. I'm actually staying with Reggie, so I don't even need a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Now, <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. owed me two twenty five hundred dollars then. But <laughs> I was happy to. You could, but Kevin I'm happy Neville, to do it. He said he's gonna take us anywhere. Reggie said me and Early can stay with him, and I was like, this is like home. And then I, she was like, well, we got a travel bio. I said, for what? For what? We need airline right. tickets. <laughs> and I think I'm in coach. This is making me upset. <laughs> Poor Andre. Wait a minute. So so, I think she so Dre, this is crazy. Dre, Dre, if you could call the governor of Texas and get his hookup on travel, because he can move thousands of migrants, then you come on in and do the show this week. Um, but no, nah, I would love to get him back. You know, we he and I talk, we talk online all the time, and you never said his last name, so to, you hearing you it here first like, on the podcast. They got travel benefits. Andre wasn't even going to charge me a ticket. He can fly on travel benefits. Well, he can stay with Reggie. It's a three, getting, it's a three bedroom helping. house. It's not helping your cause. <laughs> but wait, his mom, he has family there. He can stay there for free. Still not good. Still yeah, not pick helping. a cousin. Oh hey, if Andre can make it here, let's just, let's revamp. If you can make it here, Dre, then you're welcome, man. We got time. What I was telling Kim is she didn't have to be concerned about doing too much time because I got your back. And there's a slew of amazing comedians in Chicago, and they're all going to want to come out and see you. So you can pick one or two that can go up. But if we want to bring Andre Lavelle, you never said his last name. That's my guy. 
he is welcome to come if it's not too late. Otherwise, I owe you a date, Dre, and I'll bring you in myself. Oh, look at that. that was very nice of you. We'll see what happens. She's like, I got Andre. He from Chicago. I'm like, I don't know no damn Andre from Chicago. Left the left before I started doing comedy, and I've been doing comedy 31 years. Who the is Andre? Okay. All right. You're right. Damon, I did the same thing. I did the same thing in St. Louis. Kim gets so nervous, so I stack. I stacked the lineup. I got. I got some great local comics. There, we have B flat, and then Sherry shows up, and then Kim's comfortable. It happens every time, and she kills it, and she kills it oh, every time. She's like, I might see? do seven. I might do seven minutes. Don't, don't jinx me. I'm always no, nervous. no. We're not. We're not concerned. You and and Jay, uh, I mean Jay Anthony Brown have the worst anxiety and do the best of all the comics I know in the business. The two funniest people that will make you laugh, Kim. You could you could read a napkin and crack up a room, and Jay Anthony Brown. Could, could could recite the Constitution and get a standing ovation, but that that man is in the back pacing and he still he asked me, "You don't get nervous, man?" I'm like, "Come on, dude, you hosted the townhouse. If you <laughs> if people don't know the, the townhouse in L.A. on earth, right? Oh my God, they give you guns on the way in. If you could get through the townhouse, you could definitely do a show in this venue, a theater, people who listen to you every day, you're part of their life, you're like a relative, you're not gonna fail. Same for Kim. Jay people Brown love Kim. Jay is one of the funniest people. Like, on Jay earth. Brown is extreme, yeah, on earth. He is one of the funniest people on earth, maybe new, but you are also one of the funniest people. And, cause like David Arnold, I hold you like with David Arnold. And I told you ever since that one joke, my daddy, there's a joke that David did that my mom and dad noticed David and David said that's when I noticed him because I didn't hear him before I just sound like you know because I was running on the current and Kim, my mom and daddy were over there cracking up and I stopped and I walked over I said who y'all laughing at and I looked and David Arnold was on stage I said oh let me stop and listen to him and right. I was, oh he's funny so you we on the Tom Jordan cruise he did this roller skating bit when I tell you the whole cruise, my daddy is reciting this damn joke. I said, oh, okay, let me pay attention. So when you say people are, you know, that you enjoy, you are one of the funny comics. And for our listeners, you can follow uh, Damon at, tell them your social Damon media Williams. for listeners. Yes, DamonWilliamsComedy.com will get you to all of my links. But Damon Williams Comedy on Instagram. It's Damon Williams Comedy on everything except for Twitter because somebody took my name. So and all I could do is at Damon William with no S on the end. But I'm trying mm -hmm. to find dude so I can get my S back because he ain't using it properly. We're going to ride out on you, dude. Whoever it is who's using my whole name on X, He's got the be flag. Warned. Got the flag behind him. That's I'm right. bringing the brothers. We're going to fight the power. So are y'all telling me Twitter's new name is X? Yeah. Yeah. You just call it X? And it's with, I used to call yeah, it Twitter. That's I used even, to call Twitter. Everybody does, but the icon is now, it's a black, with a white X, it's a black thing with I, and it's that because it's a lot of damn X-rated stuff on Twitter. Twitter <laughs> is now the new hub of free porn. If you put in any porn topic, it's going to pop right up on Twitter. And Elon Musk said it's freedom of speech. So now people selling ass and hooking up and having porn, raw porn. So I hope if anybody out there that's addicted to porn that didn't know this, 
don't have a relapse because now you <laughs> you found a place to find your free porn without it infecting your phone with a virus. But it's all over X, formerly Twitter. Wait a minute. So maybe they just don't have enough workers to to scan everything and to look at it. Oh, it's been no. that's the problem. No, this is. Are you this saying is... that uh, former, n- formerly known Twitter, now X, yes. is yes. just letting people run amok? Is that what you're it saying? It is a cesspool of pornography and activity. And you could say all the uh, racial slurs and everything. Elon Musk said people can say whatever they want, do whatever they want. It takes, you got to go way left to get flagged on Twitter. On X. Yeah, no, formerly known as. Mm. Yeah, Twitter is now on X as an ecstasy. Clearly, my favorite, my favorite with Twitter over the years is like whenever a public figure, particularly they would lean like right wing evangelical type of person, they 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 don't know that the likes are vi- are view- viewable to the public. So you see yeah. they've been liking all kinds of porn, all kinds of a couple of baseball players got busted with that too. It, it's so that happened funny, to they Beyonce don't know. Step, yeah, Beyonce stepdaddy. That's how they got divorced. That's what oh. he was liking all type of stuff on Twitter and didn't know his likes were public. Kim was like, uh oh, I gotta check my well, Twitter. Look, you know, my friend Mark Williams, you know, the mayor of Cleveland. Shout that's out our to mayor. Mark and Cleveland. Uh, Mark Williams, called him Mayor of Cleveland. He just sent me something and it's from X. But I can't tell what it is, but obviously it's kind of nasty because I don't know, it's just skin. Oh, that's me? That my... <laughs> Wait. That's messed up. That's my chest. I know that chest. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> With an X on it, too. Oh, my God. Wow, Mark. How do Mark and I have the same phone background? Yeah, go ahead and get yeah. ah, that's your screensaver. Yeah, yeah, lock screen. You know what was funny? Well, there's so much to talk about, but I want to talk about last night. I want to tell everybody, you have to go see The Color Purple. See, I got my purple on. I got my purple glasses. Uh, the Color Purple, the musical the remake, whatever you want to call it, it's coming out Christmas Day. Oprah wants everyone to wear purple. Um, show up on Christmas Day. And we got to show up for this film. We wanted the numbers to really show up, show out. And I think it's going to do well because it was a great movie. Great, I cried, I laughed, I applause breaks in the middle of the movie. Um, just a great film for the family. First, you think about the old color purple. And you're like, there's some things you're like, oh, I don't want the kids to see that. Nope, not really in there like that. Uh, just made, it's a good family film. I went last night to the premiere. Oprah was maybe 10 feet in front of me. Did I go over there and say hi immediately? Because I assumed, oh, I'll see you at the after party. I'll talk to her. I'm in one room with the after party. I'm in the wrong room. I ain't in the room where the celebrities are. Next thing I know, they was like, oh, oh no, Kim, Oprah's in this room. I go over there. The security was like, oh, no, we took Oprah out the back door. She gone. I was like, wow. no. I, I wanted her to see my purple outfit, and I wanted to say, Oprah, I need another job. But um, <laughs> it was incredible. The talent in this movie. I mean, on the red carpet alone. I don't, I don't, you want to see some pictures? Let's show some pictures. Man, there's going to be some Oscars. There's going to be some Oscars. Look. Look That's how beautiful Angela. you are. Thank you. Nice. Angela Bassett. I should have cleaned my lens off. That was a little, but the light was behind us. Maybe it was a fingerprint. 
Who else we got? Um, and Deion very... Cole is in the movie, and he's doing could... a screener. Yeah, no, Deion is doing, a, doing a... a screener here this weekend. No, let me tell you something. That's how ignorant I am. I didn't tell Deion this, but I'm going to tell him. So they're taking a picture of the cast, right? The whole cast is up there on the red carpet. I just had run up, right, coming up. And I see Dion on the end. And I laughed. I said, ah, look at Dion. Dion just slid in the picture. I said, good for you, Dion. You just slid in the picture. <laughs> I saw... <laughs> he, he, that's hilarious. Do you know, he know no, he's I get DJing? In the movie, I, see him. I said, oh. I said, oh, that's the, I said, Dion in the movie. I was embarrassed. Yeah. I was embarrassed. Because I was lying. Yeah, I'm trying to clown him. Yeah, you like, that's the Chicago move to slide up in the picture. But he is actually in the film. And yes, Chris, he is DJing. He is a like a house music disco DJ. And he's literally on the circuit, killing it with the DJ game. Like, it started during COVID. Like, like when D-Nice was doing that and Dion was doing his. And it just took off, and he he just perfected it, and now he actually has a song out called "Where the Freaks At." That's what he. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't want to mess it. I literally I was at the Bourbon Room in Los Angeles in, at that show I was supposed to be on the guest list for Kim, and uh, and I walked out, <laughs> and I'm talking to the owner of the club, and he goes, "Here, talk to Dion. You probably know him. He was just in St. Louis." And I'm like, "Dion, who?" It's freaking Dion Cole DJ to like at the time thirty people. It started filling up. But man, what a talented guy! It's incredible. Yeah, so definitely. happy for him. Yeah, that's man, my that's really that's my Capricorn oh, brother. Mean? We we started together, and our birthday is the same day. Wow. Yeah. What birthday that's is that? Brother. So yeah, he'll be in town. So you know, he might pop up, Kim. Now that now that you oh, know, he's gonna be in town. Oh, that's right. He might be in town. He's gonna be in town this weekend. Two seconds. Yeah. We've got some more pictures too. Oh, I love. Yeah, y'all slow on the pictures today. I don't know. Oh, you didn't. You never turned them in, <laughs> did you, Chris? Chris tells me earlier in the day, send me some pictures. I said all the pictures. Now Chris is looking for the pictures. You see what I'm dealing with? Hold up. That's anybody, what time did we start, anybody, Kim? Hey. Uh, yeah, there uh -huh. you go. That's Kim. No, no, no. I, Kim texted me at 426 with these photos. Whatever. We on the podcast. Tamara says hello, receipts. Damon. She said, how'd hey, I miss you at the premiere? How'd I miss everybody, obviously? Here, oh, I was so proud of all your her, clients. I'll talk to Damon. <laughs> <laughs> well, for anybody that's just jumping on right now, I am Damon Williams. I am filling in. I am not a mama. No, she but ain't I am a mother. today. Yeah, I'm, I'm very upset. But I'm going to call hey. you back. David Allen Greer was amazing. Is that David Allen Greer? Yes, he was oh. amazing. Oh. We were just talking yeah, about Deion awesome. Cole. Deion Cole, I didn't know he was in the movie. So we're trying to tell yeah. everybody to go out here. I was like, I'm supposed to have been in this movie. There's some people in there that can't sing. <laughs> well, David Allen Greer is also in Candy Cane Lane, for those who haven't seen Eddie Murphy's Christmas film yet. Okay. And he's doing right. a great job in there right. as well. He's one of my favorite funny people. <laughs> Of all time, of all Hilarious. time, he could he Man. could do stand up. He can say the last time I saw him do stand up, I want to say he closed singing, and you and while you're dying laughing, you're going, "What a great singer!" Like what David Allen Greer is a Broadway performer. Yes, he's awesome. What happened? Oh, look, who was that? Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Hey, 
That's so when you should have popped the titty out. Yes, yes. yes I almost you. did. But Dion was talking to him. I snatched him from Dion. Because I was like, Dion, go somewhere. Right, you already in the movie. <laughs> now, now you got to look at this picture. The lady in the middle, that is Alice Walker, who wrote The Color Purple wow. back in the day. That's awesome. That is her. So she has made money and money and money. How many films, how many Broadway shows from this one book? And that is her daughter, Jessica Walker. But it was Jessica, who is also an author who's written many books. But they were all there. And so that's how I missed Oprah, because I'm on the other side trying to chase them. <laughs> hey, but if you're in a room and you meet Alice Walker and Spielberg, then you'll, you'll catch up with Oprah later. Spielberg is the one who could give you the job. Yeah. Right. Oprah can give you some more followers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not be a part of it. This is Sierra. Sierra's in the movie. She was great. I didn't know she was pregnant. Um, I was Mm. like, oh, that's an interesting outfit for the carpet. My dumb butt. I thought it was. I didn't have my glasses on. I thought it was some interesting dress. I was like, now why would they put that? Okay. Oh my God. She had two people with her at all times because she had this long train. See the lady behind her? Yeah. It was a train that went behind this white (laughs) outfit that you couldn't just walk. It was probably five feet long. I was cracking up. I said, Sierra, you had to get some extra tickets, didn't you? Right. Actually, she had three people with it if you count the baby. Thank you, Damon. Well, it was there. Yep, the baby was in it. That was this, right there. These are the producers of The Color Purple. You, Oprah wow. looking fantastic. And Steven Spielberg and Scott, I'm messing up his name, another producer. They did the yeah. dang on thing. This was at the premiere on stage. Alicia Keys in the house. So I thought Alicia hey. was going to be in the movie. She just came to support. But she probably did the music, knowing Alicia. Yeah, she might have, she might have some music in there. Scott Sanders. Yeah, you see, Scott see, Sanders is that other producer. Scott Sanders. They did that. And then this is the right before you go in, big old the color purple, everybody had it on. I was very excited to be there. I got my ticket or invite two hours before, uh, three hours before. Derek Rutledge, who does Oprah's makeup and a good friend of mine, was like, Kim, you coming? And I was like, no, because I've been waiting. I don't know why I wait on my agents to get my ticket. Because I don't like to go through proper, you know, the channels. I like to go to proper channels and not call up the people I know and own and all that, which you should. Right. And so now I'm scrambling. Uh, I think that suit was from Act Your Age. Uh, I'm a, you know, <laughs> That's a set piece. That's part of wardrobe. Piece. It's part of wardrobe. Now it should it can go I, in the Smithsonian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was well, a rush, makeup, hair. I did my own hair. You see, it still looked like that. Well, well, let me tell you how there's so many levels to this thing because you, at the last minute, a couple of hours before, got tickets to the most epic film that'll probably be out for 2024. And the, the closest I came to a Hollywood premiere where I had a plug was House Party 3. Now. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. You're putting it in perspective for me. You're putting it in perspective. That don't tell you. <laughs> That you should not oh. be complaining right oh, now. Oh, Damon, Damon. <laughs> That's because I knew, you know what, I knew Damon, Dave right. Edwards. We yeah. need that sometimes. You're absolutely right. Thank you. I knew, Thank you for I knew Dave Edwards. He played Stinky in House Party 3. 
Uh, Bernie was in the movie. And uh, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> that was good perspective. What other, what, you're right. Look, show some more pictures of my epic night. No. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, Logan, let's go with the, right. Spiel, the Spielberg one. Yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's yeah, put Damon in his place. Let's show Danielle Brooks is in the picture. Danielle Brooks could, killed it. Could, There's we possibly, uh, we possibly, in the black and white. Let's, let's gotta, just blur um, Damon out and, and, and show that picture of Kim and Quincy Jones. Can you put that up? You know what? And Quincy wasn't there. I think Quincy's gotten older and not traveling or whatever, but Quincy was not there. So God yeah. bless him. Well, that ruins the bit. Kim, I know you've got your, your Kim, uh, by the way, Sherry, uh, we didn't officially say it. I said it in the chat. Sherry's scheduled crazy today. She's back next week. So thank you to Damon for jumping on uh, late notice. But we did. Yes. And a great idea, Kim. I was excited to have him on. So let's get let's before we keep moving things along, because, Kim, you're just a hell of a point guard. You're you're a host. You, you're owning it today. I'm proud of you. Uh, let's, hey, let's look at that. Look what just popped up on my phone. Oh, it popped in the up. Center. All right. <laughs> Look at it. Ah, woo, woo. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, let me put it properly. There it is. <laughs> Love that necklace. Love that necklace. <laughs> oh my God. That's right. Who did, who did your jewelry? <laughs> reminds me of a flyer I have saved on my phone. <laughs> All it needs is a black X in the middle. Let's let's put Damon back in a good mood, though. Speaking of big cast, Damon is on a huge comedy tour. Kim, look at this lineup. This is comically, this is insane. And Damon, we've got flyers for each night. Check out this lineup, wow. Kim. Straight jokes, no chaser. I want to talk about. It. I've talked to some of these guys, but Damon, please oh tell God, tell man, us about this, this tour. Be, I want to go to that show. Incredible. Hey, you know, to, to hang out with Sid and DL, first of all, it, it, it makes it a full circle moment because as Guy has told you, um, when he left the Kings of Comedy Tour, when they revamped it, I was the opening act for those guys. So to go from being an opener for them to now being on a, this will be, I, it'll be six shows total that I've done on the, on the tour with them in basketball arenas. And now, you know, to be able to capture it properly, because back then we didn't even have camera phones. It was you That's know, crazy. year 2000, 99 and 2000. The only thing that would make this any better, uh, as you can see, this lineup is incredible. Earthquake, Bruce Bruce, uh, you know, DL said, Mike Epps is on one, Lunell is on one. Um, it's if Bernie Mac would have been a part of this. Oh and my so gosh. to be a to be yeah. a part of the Kings, man, uh back in the day now to be out on this tour. And it's it's the festive time. It's it's the twenty eighth through the thirty first, and the thirty first is the culmination. That's New Year's Eve at my hometown, Chicago, at the United Center. So I couldn't be more thrilled about this, man. I want to shout out uh, Urban Vibe Entertainment, my man Rick Johnson for wow. including me on this. Just saw DC Curry last weekend, so it's gonna be good to go back on the road with him. He's a Chicago guy. Uh said from from the Midwest, right up the street in St. Louis. And um, it's just going to be great, man. Those are some of my favorite people. And we're all really Comic View alumni. You know, oh, we're yeah. all, they all were hosts except for Quake. Uh, DC Curry actually hosted my special on BET's Comic View. And so it's just going to be great, man. And I hope anybody that's watching this, if you got to get a, a payday loan, you need to see this show. And I never advocate for payday loan, but we're going to uh, Atlanta on the 28th. Uh, the DMV area on the 29th, Houston on the 30th, and home of Chicago on the 31st. Straight Jokes, No Chaser 
on sale now. You don't want to miss this, this type of conglomerate. Uh, and it's so funny when I sent Chris the flyer, he was like, could you get a, a stronger lineup maybe? <laughs> I knew it. I, I was like, no, no, send me something with a, a stronger lineup, please. Right. Something we can push that people will recognize. Um, yeah. So thank you for mentioning that, man. I'm looking forward to it. Like everything I'm doing, all the jokes I've been doing, the stuff I worked on when I was with you, Kim, last weekend is, is what I'm working on to get to that tour. And I'm going to capture it. I'm having camera crews and people follow me around so I can document this because I didn't get that from the Kings and this is going to be great. Damon, I, as a sports fan and just a comedy fan, I, I don't know if you, I'm, I bet you have done the United Center before. Have you? Yeah. With the Kings initially. Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to say for this yeah. one, like just for me, will you come out to the Chicago Bulls warm up song? Please. I need that for you. I need that moment. If you hey, man. Come out, take off the warm up jacket. Oh, my God. Hey, I what might do that. You know, I, I got I have my son actually you bringing me out. I got a thing I'm working on with my son here in Chicago. But, you know, That's I cool. did my 30th anniversary show and my DJ Dollar Bill, who just called me during the podcast. He played that. Doo, 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 doo. And now that yes. whole thing. So. Hey man, let's get. I want get them get your height. List your, even a number for the night. At number one, <laughs> leading things up. Oh my gosh, what a hey, moment! Man. That's Let your hometown. Really I'm gonna have y'all cracking up. Oh my god, this is so funny. <laughs> this is. I mean, it's a little <laughs> ironic. Okay. If we keep talking and having a great time, I'm gonna uh -huh. miss my flight to Chicago. <laughs> 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 That's hilariously not funny. Wow, Andre, you better go ahead. Andre, get get that mega bus ticket. We need right. You. <laughs> Andre, oh. get some fake breath and a wig, <laughs> and get on that bus. Hey, get your ass out of here. I'll hold it down. <laughs> this is right. This is the mother show. Okay. Right. Right. All right. Right. I'm gonna let y'all finish because it is. It's late here. I okay. gotta get to the airport. Do you do you know what this looks like? I always I already I already get thrown or accused of being C Diddy, trying to insert myself into the show by a couple just charred listeners that just aren't nice. But now earlier this week B flat had to leave early while Guy was here. And now this is the second show in a week that I get to talk to comedy royalty. <laughs> And the, and the real stars of the show aren't on. So I apologize, but we're here for you because I think you deserve maybe some audience questions for Damon and we can plug a few more things. But uh, Kim, it's in safe hands. Well, I'm going to run, make sure you all come to Riddles if you're in Chicago and Christmas Day. Well, we'll talk about the color purple again. I believe Oprah Winfrey will be on Sherry's uh, show next week. So I'm very, nice. a big get for Sherry. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Go John Murray. Shout out to John. And John Murray, right. And Fernita. I'm very excited for them because um, I've been holding that information for a long time. And that's why I was mad. I didn't get to see Oprah last night because, you know, I was going to run up to her and be like, oh, how you going to go do Sherry's show? And, you know, I'm the reason why she's so good. And thank you for having my friend. Now, I need a job. But, yeah, there we are. Oh, my gosh. Kim, go catch All right, your flight. All right, y'all. I see y'all in Chicago. I got to go catch my flight. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Damon, let's hang out for just a second. And we can plug a few more things. And we've got we've got plenty of folks uh in the live chat and everything. Just a reminder if you're jumping on, no Sherry. She's back this week. I'm in St. Louis. Damon is in what nation are you in, sir? Uh the Zamunda. There it is. <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> wonderful tourist. <laughs> 
Uh, that's perfect. It's beautiful some, this time of year. It certainly is. If you have questions for Damon about the tour, about comedy, about working with Kim, working with Sherry, and man, I'll say this too, as someone, if you did truly make up the name, apologies, but I had even better. Who cares about, you know, they haven't had you on in four years. Um, right. Anytime your name comes up, whether it's Sherry, Kim, any other comic, uh, it's that look of respect and he's funny every single time. So I'm excited that you, that you even came on here, man. And it's obviously uh, just been exciting for the fans and everything too. And we have a question. Uh, if you, if you're taking questions, sir. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yoli's uh, Chris asked Damon if he's sure about the Houston date I'm looking for, and I don't see it anywhere on Ticketmaster. I'm a hundred percent sure that that date is taking place. It is the 30th. It's in Sugarland. Um, yeah, at just the, outside uh, of Houston, so, yeah. yeah, the arena should be on there somewhere as well. But yes, that is going to take place. Straight jokes, no chaser. And yeah. if not, it's, it's a big problem because we have a whole flyer out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a nice flyer. I mean, you, nice you know one. all about you know all about flyers. Hey. <laughs> I'm on. Okay, so I'm on the venue's website. We're gonna do this right now. We're gonna. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna drop the link in uh, right. in the Perfect. live chat as we do it. Yeah, here it is. I found it for you. So I'm gonna put it on there. And whoever said that, I've got your back. And you can go see Damon and St. Louis's own Cedric the Entertainer and everybody that's uh, on that show. So there you go. There's your tickets for the Houston. And this game. is how chris gets the really big bucks he can insert links in the live chat as he co-hosts and pretends to be sherry or kim <laughs> no no that actually if i was pretending to be sherry or kim i wouldn't even talk into the microphone you'd be just dealing with almost an empty screen so thank you <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> damon we owe you a piece of the emmy says darletha yeah we've got two image awards i feel like you know maybe you could have been in the credits or something for that man it's okay. I did it out of love. Both of those ladies are my dear friends. Of course, Sherry is from Chicago. She's a native. Her parents are fans of mine. They've come to shows when I I, I met her parents when I did a church show, of course. So oh, they right. came to yeah. a church show. Yeah. And that's how she that's how she and I kind of connected because they told her, do you know this guy? And then, of course, we all did the time during the morning show and hung out on the cruise and that made it that solidified. That's, how how was that cruise? We've heard and seen photos and and tales of that. Is, hey, it as, is it as fun and just exciting as they've described? It was the world's greatest party with a purpose, man. And earlier, especially, um, you know, some of the greats and have been on that. And then he just got the um, now that I'm exiled from the the cruise because there's a guy that that books it that will never book me again because I almost choked him to death. But um, <laughs> can i can i press pause i i sure i sure definitely want to hear the rest of that but can we can we go into that just a little bit no it's okay. a running joke man oh okay a, i was like Dude, yeah. joke. uh but and i keep i keep doing it so i'll never get on the cruise but um <laughs> okay that you. cruise man it's so much to do like if you've never done it the first time you will realize that sleep is not a part of the itinerary oh. because while you have the major theaters there you know you might have a theater with kim the performer singer over there but yeah. at 3 15 in the afternoon for no reason at all the group can function is doing a set <laughs> or you know what i mean or kim's dressed up like group. dolly parton as we've seen right 
everybody's on this cruise, the Fantastic Voyage, except Lakeside, who made the song Fantastic Voyage. For some reason, they will not book that group. And every year they're like, Tom, when are you bringing us back? You're using our song, it's the theme. He's, they should be the sell-away party every year. I'm advocating, and anybody that buys cruise packages to please get Lakeside on the cruise. They made the Fantastic Voyage. But it's amazing, oh plus it does. Um, amazing work for the foundation, which is uh, benefiting HBCUs and students in historically black colleges. So I was great. It was fun to be a part of it. Uh, it was the first real extended date that I took my wife on when we were dating. And that's how I knew that we could make it as a couple because we were stuck on the ship for like five days straight. It was a seven day cruise. We kind of are later. Um, and for 24 hours, you're when you're on a cruise, that's a relationship challenge. It's like, yeah. You know, you never had this type of access to your mate and your partner. And we didn't have one hiccup. And I knew that she would be the one after that. That's incredible. I love that. That's a good test, too. I'm trying to think, I because I've, I've interviewed so many comics and I've been to eight jillion comedy shows. I went on a cruise that left New Orleans and went to Mexico. And it was uh, with a girlfriend at the time. And we I was like, oh, we'll go check out this comic. I wasn't quite into it. I mean, this is a while ago, 15 years ago, something I want to say I saw a guy, some like something dog, white dude with bald. He was bald, maybe from New Orleans, something dog. I love the part where there are some comics that maybe deserve to be boat comics, but I love in the last, and maybe it's Tom Joyner's cruise did it, but people realized, no, no, good comics can go on cruises too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like a Tom Joyner cruise, that you won't see anything like that. And again, traditionally if you go on a cruise, you're either going to have an up and comer or someone that maybe can't really hack it. Um, in a, yeah. it headlining a rooms or, or big rooms or something. So the fact that you have like quality con and everybody's doing it now too, that had to, yeah, Tom Joyner it, it, had to influence that. Yeah. It, yeah. It used to be a, a slap. Even uh, if you ever watched American Idol, whenever somebody was mediocre, Simon would be like, you're like any performer I could see on a cruise ship. And it was like where comics went to die. Uh, but now a lot of comedians have figured out, especially the single guys, that it's a stable income and, you know, you get good work. Now, if you're in a relationship, it's tricky because, you know, you have to go out 21 days at a time and two or three months contracts. And that can be a challenge not only for you to be OK on board and not do some bull, but also you left your wife, you know, for four weeks. And uh, you do that four or five times. You might not have a wife yeah. or you might have a, a, a co-husband. <laughs> So <laughs> introduced into the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Uh, I, we promised some live chat questions and we won't keep Damon too much longer, but uh, Magella uh, says, where are the ladies? We're taking over Damon. It's what show is this? It's the mother show. Right. Now? Two funny mothers. That's right. <laughs> at least one funny. My gosh. But no, Kim had to catch a flight to go perform at Damon's Comedy Club. And then Sherry, right. Sherry's schedule is crazy today. She'll be back next week. Uh, <laughs> that's the truth. So Mindful Jay wants to hear just a, a, a Bernie Mac story. I'm sure you've got a million, but it's a little bit on oh. the spot. Yeah, I'm sure there's something, though. Yeah, I'll tell you one Bernie Mac story that's kind of circulated the web. Um I did the show Teen Summit on BET. I was a very young comic, and I was probably not deserving of the spot because it was uh, Ricky Harris, uh, Bernie Mac, I believe Tommy Davidson, and Ellen Cleghorn, who at the time wow. was on Saturday Night Live. She might have been the first black woman on Saturday Night Live, and me. 
But the reason why I got it was because I, I did a, an event in Chicago and the executive producer of the show was saw me host a, a it was an auction or something and I was freestyling. It was really funny. And so she booked me on the show with Bernie. So that means Bernie and I were on the same flight and we took the same limo from the airport to the studio to do the taping. So now I finally have uninterrupted access to Bernie. So he said, look, Holmes, I've been watching you for a while. You're coming up in the ranks. He said, I'll tell you what, you take your time. You don't leave your city. You conquer your city before you go to New York or LA because you go out there, you're going to be a small fish in a big pond and you're going to starve to death. He said, a lot of them cats go out there too early and listen to this. He said, they end up broke or sucking dick. I was like, oh, what? Thanks, Bernie. <laughs> This Bernie, yeah, you know, Bernie, hundred percent, yeah. And I was like, it, it, it ain't no like in between there broken no in between. cars, <laughs> broken, you know, waiting tables. I was like, so to this day, I think that's why I have never lived in Los Angeles because <laughs> I think he put a subconscious phobia in my mind. And I said, well, let me make sure I can run Chicago properly. And I, to this day, that was one. The other thing was, still working he gave on some it. very sound advice about finances. He was like, you know. He was on a deaf comedy jail. He says, two things going to happen in this business. He said, that first hour of material going to come pretty fast. That second hour going to be a month. He said, and also, pay your taxes, pimp. He said, a lot of these cats, they're getting out here and they're not paying their taxes. He said, they're getting these checks and they're cashing them from Def Jam Comedy Tour and they all going to end up broke. So he had a lot of sound financial advice, which I didn't listen to early on when I started right. getting checks. <laughs> but... I did eventually get my bookkeeping in order based on Bernie Mac telling me to watch those things. But Bernie was an incredible guy, man. But everything he did, even if he was trying to look out for you, he made you earn it. And that was his thing. Um, he's like, you know, I can I can point you in the right direction, but you got to carry your own weight, pimp. So here's the other story that's really is, is heartfelt. After the Kings, a few, um, maybe, a, maybe, I don't know, two years after the Kings, maybe longer. He was, well, it had to be because it was like that movie came out in 08 or yeah. 07. Soul Man. He was working on Soul Man. So Michael Collier is a good friend of mine from Chicago. Michael Collier was in uh, Louisiana and, and working on a film, which was for Kiki Palmer, where she played the football player. I don't know the name of it. But anyway, there's this film. Michael was in it. Earthquake was in it. And Mike was doing a comedy show at the Funny Bone down there. And he was like, maybe you should come to town because Ice Cube was present, producing this movie. He'll get a chance to see you. You know, I can't really, you know, promise you a whole lot of money, but it's a chance I could put you in front of these producers. Right. So I come down. It's a two-show night. I do the show. Ice Cube don't show up, right? So I'm like, man, I flew down here, spent my own money, had a good show. But when the second show came around, Sam Jackson was there, right? Samuel L. Jackson. So I went up to introduce myself. I said, Mr. Jackson, I'm a case. I know who you are. You're a funny motherfucker. Out the, the first word out of his mouth, I got a motherfucker in the first sentence. You know, that's his word. <laughs> right. That's how you do it. Know it was, it was really him. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely him. So I do the show. I have a great show. The next day I'll leave. You know, I'm like I said, Ice Cube didn't show up. I didn't meet a producer. Hey, I met Sam Jackson. I met Garrett Morris from Saturday Night Live. He was wow. there. He was yeah. in the film. Um, but I didn't get this plug I thought I might get. Well, as I land at the airport, I get a call, and it's a guy named Chuck Gano on the phone. And Chuck is Bernie's road manager. Chuck said, I got I got Mac Man for you. You want to holler at you? So I call him. I said, what's up? He said, yeah, Holmes, I heard you was in town last night. Like, yeah, Sam told me you did a good job, blah, blah, blah. He said, well, I'll tell you what. You know, I've been watching some things, man. I said, people don't see me, but I see people. 
He said, I see what you're doing with your New Year's Eve show at Star Plaza, because he used to do that that theater. Yeah. Um, and the things around town. I'm gonna tell you what I'm about to do. He said, I'm going on tour. He said, I'm gonna go on tour, I'm gonna take a band. Um, I'm gonna take, I don't know what the uh, it was another lady that was gonna go out with us, and he wanted me to host the tour. He said, I want you to host the tour, I'm gonna film it. It's gonna be my retirement from stand-up. So he was gonna do an hour special on the road. And then he said, I'm also I'm working on a pilot for another sitcom. He said, but like I said, I probably won't be able to get you in the pilot. But if I get picked up, I have them come in. You come in and read. And like you said, I ain't going to give it to you. I'll tell you what they're looking for, but you got to carry your own weight, pimp. And I was like, cool. I said, man, while I got you on the line, I'm like, bruh, Chicago has never really had an official appreciation event for Bernie Mac. And I've been working on this tribute I wanted to do. I wanted to present this idea to you. And he said, yeah, I'll do it. He said, I want to do it and I want to go up. He said, I'm going to say something. So Bernie was going to come and do this. So what I was doing is I solicited the city council and the, the Cook County Board to get Bernie Mac Day in the city of Chicago and yeah. the, the county of Cook, which is you know, in the state of Illinois. Got it all approved. Bernie was coming. He passed away. And then the same resolution, the day that that tribute was supposed to take place was actually the day of his memorial. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and, and I've never the... really told anyone that story. But yeah, that happened, man. That was my last interaction with Bernie. And he got sick and got the sarcoidosis. And that same resolution was able to be used at his memorial. Well, I mean, that's incredible that you could honor him that way. But what a what a wild moment in history for you, for I mean, for everybody. And that who knows what that what that would have turned into too. I'm sure you've thought about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, What's, what's meant to be shall be, but I right. know my personal relationship with Bernie and I know what he saw in me and regardless if it didn't materialize, yeah. that was a, that was a, that was a feather in my cap. That was a, you know, a, a attaboy. That was a you know, validation because if you're a Chicago comedian, Bernie had a room on Tuesday nights. It was called Miltroneers. Only held about 55 people. Miltroneers, an old jazz player. Um, and every Tuesday, and it costs like $2 to get in. But if you didn't get there by 5.30, the doors would be locked and nobody could get in. And so it, Bernie would have like a Phyllis Hyman or a Mickey Howard or whoever was in town, they would always stop by and perform. He had his band and it was basically a live rehearsal for his road show, which became the uh, Midnight Mac. He had a, a four episode uh, series really? on HBO. Yeah. And that's where that spun from. And so if Bernie let you do Midnight Mac, I mean, uh, the Miltroneers, that meant, you know, you, you made it in Chicago. And so Bernie would do it. And eventually I would host it for him when he was out of town. So he and I had a great relationship. He's well missed. I still keep in touch with his family, his daughter, his ex-wife, his foundation. And uh, we honor him every year on his birthday at Riddles. And uh, yeah, I got great Bernie stories. That's incredible. His daughter's recently started uh, Bernie's daughter podcast. podcast. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. So shout her out. This is a this is a weird thing. Dave, if you can hang on one second. Cedar Lewis uh, is a sponsor. We do support a black business every week. So big shout out to Miracle Buttercream. Uh, I want to tell you a story after we run this quick video. Uh, do you okay. see that, Logan? It's a video from Cedar. Two seconds. She's in the chat. I got to tell you guys something, but here you guys go. This is from Cedar to everybody and all the Too Funny Mamas fans. 
Hey, hey fam, Kim, Sherry, Chris, and all of you Two Funny Mamas fans. Mama Sita here. I wanted to hop on real quick and say thank you for giving me and my small business, Miracle Buttercream, such a huge opportunity. My staff and I have been working around the clock since Black Friday to get orders out the door. We even have some exciting new products like our Honey Lip Conditioning Butter and our olive oil based facial soaps and of course we have plenty of our signature buttery miracle buttercream body butters so now we want to extend an exclusive discount code tfm20 for 20 percent off your favorite products through the new year so hop on over to miraclebuttercream.com and pick up some scrumptious holiday gifts be sure to share this buttery good news and don't forget it's tfm20 meanwhile if i don't see you have a buttery Christmas and a blessed new year. MiracleButtercream.com. I love it. So are you are you aware of who Sita is and who her father was? No. Butch Lewis, uh I believe ran B E T. So Butch Lewis, a boxing promoter. He's done a million things. So Sita uh was a TV producer and was in entertainment. She produced that teen summit uh <laughs> you were on. Um, amazing small <laughs> so world story coming all the way back and see that hey. uh like she's incredible and her business has exploded damon send me your address i'll have Sita send you some of this stuff when i say it's the best that i'm i should be a spokesperson but she is a sponsor on the show it's a it's an amazing product she started it i think she she tells the story she started it at 50 she started over basically and this thing has exploded it's everywhere it's an amazing thing there's a great story behind it either way how wild is that she was the producer on that teen summit show i love oh, it we're, and the crazy part is my lips are on fire right now i need some miracle <laughs> green right this minute right. chicago is you know we're in fall so this is chap lip season yeah uh, and probably the back of my heels too so let me get some of that miracle buttercream we'll immediately. make it happen Yes. And shouts out to her and her father, the legendary Butch Lewis, man, who was known for the tuxedo with tie with no shirt on. Yeah, he Forget he was it. he was yeah, he was like a a Chippendale promoter. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh so okay, so you're out. We, we remind everybody you're coming around with uh, uh straight jokes, no chaser tour with everybody. You're here in St. Yeah. Louis with Guy Tory for the Fat Tuesday show. Uh, at Helium. I'm going to go by there. That's going to be such a great show. Coco Brown, Frank Lyles is going to host. Shout out to uh, local comic Frank. And uh, go out and see him. You can see Damon on the road everywhere. As far as Chicago goes, and then we'll get you out of here. What's, uh, how do you, this is kind of a weird question, but you're out there and you're performing at your club. Are you happy with the newest crop of talent in Chicago right now? It's still a very formidable comedy city. Oh, absolutely. We are lab, man. I, I, kind of, mm -hmm. Chicago is like a mecca. And we have a we have a tradition of nurturing the next generation of yeah. comics. So right now, uh, I mean, if you look at it, so the, the the hierarchy started, we could say actually with Red Fox and Dick Gregory, because Dick Gregory cut his teeth here at the Playboy Club. And that's how he became the first African-American comedian to sit on the couch on the Jack Parr show back in the day. Uh, Red Fox is from St. Louis, born and raised, born in St. Louis, right. but he grew up in Chicago and he was known as Chicago Red. If you ever read the uh, autobiography of Malcolm X, there were two Reds in New York running around wreaking havoc. It was Detroit Red and Chicago Red. Chicago Red was Red Fox. Uh, and then you come down to the Marsha Warfields who did the, the Richard Pryor thing and her 
Night Court. And then the next generation, the Renaissance, when you had Bernie Mac and Adele Gibbons with that with Def Comedy Jam, which also in that first season or two, you had Kenny Howe, who now lives in St. Louis, uh, Dion Cole, Tony Schofield, all these guys, Sonya D, um, a lot of people, Craig Robinson, all of them, myself. And then after myself, the next level was I brought in D. Ray Davis. Yeah. Uh, I saw D. Ray in L.A. two weeks ago. Beat he had B flat do Monday yeah. rays, and he's he's Indeed. great as ever, man. I've interviewed him a few times. Awesome. He's, a wild, he's a wild dude. Yeah. So that level was is uh, him, Leon Rogers, Marcus Combs, and then D. Ray had a protege, which is Lil Rel. Yeah. And Lil Rel had uh, you know people like. Uh, Wildcat, who just won the Shaq All-Star the last time they did the competition, and a guy named Michi and Damn Fool. And then after that, you got the T-Murphs and the Calvin Evans and uh, Just Niche, who was on the on the circuit burning things up. Mojo Brooks, there underneath, there's a, a lady named Cousin Tierra. So there's levels and different classes coming up. And I forgot a whole bunch of people that should oh, have been mentioned. for in, sure. But yeah. But definitely, we are on the move, man, on the rise. George Wilborn was my mentor, and he was the house MC of All Jokes Aside, which is the preeminent black comedy club. There is a documentary that I am in, guy, um, <laughs> called Funny Business, PH Funny, with a black, co- it's a black comedy. Uh, Raymond Lambert and Mary Lindsay, who had that club, and everybody who's anybody came to that club. Chappelle, Rock, matter of fact, Chris Rock worked on his special that weekend he did a, like seven shows and it became a special i don't know if it's bigger and blacker but the one where he said i don't know if oj should have killed her but i understand he worked that whole set out <laughs> at all jokes aside so you know that's chicago just on the black side you know uh of course the mainstream rooms are, are doing well here with the zanies and the, we have uh yeah laugh i see factory zanies here. yeah zanies yeah. and laugh factory seems like they're just super busy all the time and the schomburg improv which you know that's a major spice it's really not in the city but it is where all the a-lists come through so uh chicago is healthy live and well i i, I consider myself a conduit to the industry for up-and-coming comics i've always had a platform or an open mic or somewhere where they can come and you know, perfect their craft and we can help them and critique them and, and give them the polish and the business side of it. Every it's, it's one thing to be funny. It's another thing to get the money. So, you know, we try to nurture comics yep. here and um, I, I'm happy and optimistic about the future. I love it. And Damon Williams, follow Damon Williams comedy on Instagram. Go see him in one of the cities. Come out to St. Louis and Helium on Tuesday. Damon, I'm glad you finally came on here. Let's not make it the last time, man. That was an absolute blast. Get back on here when Sherry's back. Indeed. I'll be glad to be the third funny mama or, or something. I don't know. what. <laughs> Whatever you want to no. be. And keep right. it, keep track of that spirit flight that you got Kim on because uh, if you need <laughs> – <laughs> you need yeah, a we got a backup ticket. We got a backup ticket on Frontier. <laughs> That's how it works, guys. Hey, she'll talk about it next week. She's gonna tell you guys how much fun she had. There are still plenty of tickets available for the later shows. The early shows are selling out. So if you really plan on coming to see Kim Whitley, now's the time to grab those tickets. I'm not just saying that. That's not hype. Yeah. That's no cap, as the kids say. Uh, Go to DamonWilliamsComedy.com or RiddlesComedy uh, slash CDEngine.com. It's all out there. Beautiful. Hey, everybody, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week with Sherry and Kim. Support everybody. Two Funny Mamas on Instagram. Follow Sherry. Follow Mama Kim. Mama Get some of that lip stuff. Is she okay. in St. Louis? No, she's in New Jersey, but I we talk every day. I'll, I'll make sure that, okay. you've got, uh, that I've got your address. <laughs> 
Look at him. Take care of Damon. Everybody, thank you. Shout out to Deja. Shout out to Logan here in the studio. And uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you so much, Damon. We'll see you. I'll text you to get that address. Two funny mamas. Two funny mamas. What's with the grip? and Kim. Yeah, that's them. About to throw down again. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.